0: A Friday night church service that I have found it refreshes me and I'm the one doing the preaching. I'm getting refreshed. Amen. Amen. It's just something about a Friday night service and I, I really enjoy it and I'm so glad that you're enjoying it and I've had a lot of good responses from it and uh, I know there would be many others here today if we hadn't had the uh, memorial service today for Sister Laura. But we did have a good memorial service, and I think we're going to have some more people coming to church because of it. I was hearing people say they were coming back to church. Amen. might have something to do with a preacher giving an altar call at a memorial service. I don't know. (laughs) Amen. I've learned. i learned there's only a few times that people are going to go to church. They're going to go to church at Christmas. They're going to go to church at Easter. And they're going to go to church at a funeral. Amen. So I've learned when I have a funeral, I'm giving an altar call. Amen. might be the only opportunity they get. And so after the service was over with, several were talking about how they grew up here and they want to come back home. And that's well. come on. Amen. So praise God. But y'all keep Brother Bobby in prayer. Amen. And he's going to be joining us as well. And I want to tell you, church is growing. Amen. Amen. We praise God for that. So My wife has reminded me that we need to take the offering. And we do. Uh, offering on Friday nights goes toward our roof project that we've got going on. And uh, I tell you, we're going to get that roof done in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. We've got us a plan. We got some brothers talking about renting one of those lift, power lift things that you go up and and got the power drills. And we're going to take them screws out and put them in. I don't know. Y'all might see me hanging up there. As long as they got me strapped in, I'm okay. All right, they got strapped me in. But you can't just tie a rope around my neck and throw me across the, across the steeple. That ain't going to work. Hey? <laughs> that ain't going to work. I got to have something to hang on to. Amen. But we're we're going to get those screws replaced and get all that done. You know, and that's important because we don't want the roof to come off and we don't want leaks in the church. And that's very important. And I want to tell you, after that project gets done, then we're going to have to do something about our fellowship hall. Amen. It was the last time we went to the fellowship hall. That floor looks pitiful. And so we're going to do something about that floor in the fellowship hall. And we're going to take care of God's house. Amen. Amen. I believe if you take care of God's house, God will take care of your house. Amen. Amen. I remember years ago when Angel and I was youth directors and our house burnt down. And we were six days away from going to youth camp. And our house burnt down. There was we, we had nowhere to live. Uh, we had to go to Dollar General or Family Dollar. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe a family dollar in town just to buy clothes. I mean we had nothing. That was it. What we had on our back was all we had left. And um, and so we we uh, and on the way home, the thing about it is, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I worked in Atlanta back then. I was up in Alpharetta working on the truck. And I don't know why in the world I'm telling you all the story, but I'm going to go ahead and finish it. <laughs> Somebody need to hear it. Amen. But I was working on the truck in Alpharetta, and I got the call that came in. 911 was calling me. And you know, when 911's calling you, it's got to be serious, right? 911's calling you. And they tell me, your house is on fire. And I knew Angel was at home. I didn't know. I couldn't get a hold of her. Didn't know all the details. And I want to tell you, I put that forward pickup truck. I put that thing in the wind. I had the flashers on and I was flying just as fast as I go. I'd run at 85 at least. i was run at least 85. And you know there were still people passing me like I was sitting on the side of the road. I couldn't understand it. Like my flashers are on. I'm in an emergency and you're still trying to pass me, you know. But I got over on my way home, you know, I kept thinking about it. And, and you know, the devil, you know, like, I like to think about, you remember watching cartoons, Bug Bunny had a devil jump up on your shoulder and start talking to you, you know, a little cartoon devil. Well, that joke jumped up on my shoulder and started saying, Well, you can't go to youth camp now. Oh, the tragedy, you know, gloom and doom and agony and all that stuff. You can't go to youth camp now. And then on the other side, I heard, Well, I don't see why not. You ain't got nowhere to live. You might as well go on to youth camp. And at the same time, Angel was doing with the same voices talking to her and telling her the same thing. and. And long story short, we came together and said, so you know what, we're going to push through. We're going on the youth camp. Had a great youth camp that year. And while we were gone, we were, listen, we were taking care of God's business. And while we were gone, God was taking care of our business. We got home and the insurance man had a big old fat check waiting on us, praise God. And, and we were able to actually build our dream home in Bremen. Now we have our, it's our dream home, a Cape Cod style type of house. And our daughter lives there now. And um, I'm praying the Lord to move her on so we can move on back. But <laughs> but that's another story. <laughs> but uh, God is good. Amen? You take care of God's house, God will take care of your house. You take care of God's business, God will take care of your business. Amen? I'm a firm believer in that. Let's stand and go to the Lord and take up our offering tonight. Remember where it's going as we bless the Lord today. Father, we thank you. Lord, for this offering, God. We thank You for this roof being done. We thank You, Lord, for taking care of the house of God so that we can be about Your business and ministering Your Word in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask You for Your blessings upon Your people, those that are able to give tonight, God, that You will just increase and bless them, rebuke the devourer for their sake, and just open up the windows of heaven in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen, Amen. Come on, bring your tithes and your offerings. And while you're doing that, turn your Bibles to the book of Galatians chapter 3, looking at verse 13. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13. Amen. Praise the Lord. I guess this will be part 14 of Seasons of Miracles. Man, we just ain't letting this thing go, are we? we hanging on to our miracles, Brother Richard. We're going to hang on and get our, get our blessings. Amen. So, this is part 14 of Seasons of Miracles. Looking at Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13. Amen. How many of y'all got that in your Bibles right now? Verse 13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Be I made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Father, we thank you for the reading of your holy word tonight. Father, we thank you for these precious souls that's come out tonight, God, and that's putting a priority in church and putting a priority in your word. And Father, I ask you for a double blessing for them tonight, Lord, that you will minister your grace to them in the name of Jesus. Hide your servant behind the cross, let the anointing flow in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, which means we have been redeemed from sickness, pain, poverty, depression, loneliness, and anxiety. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, which means that Christ has redeemed us from sickness, pain, poverty, depression, Loneliness and anxiety. Why aren't y'all running around the church acting crazy right now? Because y'all should be praising God right here. Amen. Christ has redeemed us. We are no longer in bondage. We have been set free by the power of Jesus' name. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, which means we are redeemed from sickness, pain. Come on, somebody. Depression, anxiety, poverty. Hello, somebody. Come on. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Oh, my goodness. Mm -mm -mm. Jesus died on the cross to take the curse of the law for you. Think about it. Another word for law is God's word. Another word for curse is sin. Mm. Christ has redeemed us from sin. Christ has redeemed us from sickness. He's redeemed us from the curse of the word. Did you know that the word of God can curse you too? Oh, I'm getting some strange looks now. So we're going to have to go to those scriptures too. God can, listen, the word of God can bless you or it can curse you. It's your choice which one you want. I don't know about you, but I want the blessing side. I want the blessing side. Uh, I want the healing side. I want the the prosperity side. I want the blessing side. I want the peace side. I don't want the other side. I want the goodness of God and all that He has to give. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So Christ Jesus has redeemed us. He has saved us. He has purchased our freedom from the curse of sin and the consequences. Listen to this. The consequences of our actions. How many of y'all know y'all deserve hell? Come on, just raise your hand, we deserve it, right? We were not not born righteous, we came out of our mama, and as soon as we learned how to talk, we were lying. Oh, I didn't lie, Pat, yes you did. Don't you sit there and say you didn't, I don't tell you, there's one thing you do not have to teach a baby, you do not have to teach a baby how to lie. That baby will lie. With cookie crumb all over their face. No, and hand in the cookie jar. No, I didn't eat no cookie. Huh? Isn't that what they do? Come on, that's what we all did. Why? Because sin is on the inside of us. It's in our flesh. And because of sin, because of Adam's sin... The curse of sin came into the world. The curse of the word came into the world as well. And sickness and death and poverty and depression and anxiety and all the other elements out there came into us. But Christ has redeemed us from all of that. Christ has redeemed us from all of that. Think about it, church. How many of y'all are saved right now? Raise your hand, you're saved. I believe everybody, I don't think you'd go to church on Friday night if you weren't saved. Am I right, Brother Dwayne? Would, would a sinner go to church on Friday night? Probably not. I don't see that. Amen? Amen. Saved people go to church on Friday night. Don't show up. Amen? It's hard to get a sinner in church on Friday night because they get other things on their minds. But what would you get saved from? So, well, I got saved from hell. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. And I'm going to tell you something. And if that's all there was, that's enough to shout for eternity right there. Yeah. We don't have to go to a place called hell. A place that's going to burn forever and ever. Brimstone and fire. Come on. We don't preach enough about hell anymore behind the pulpits. I do. Come on. But a lot of people don't. I'm going to tell you, hell is a real place. Heaven is a real place. Earth is a real place. Heaven is a real place. Hell is a real place. And we have been saved from hell by Jesus Christ died on the cross to redeem us from our sins. To save us from our sins. But not only did He save us from our sins, and not only do we get the pleasure of not being able to go to hell, but all oh, but praise God, we can be healed at the same time. Amen. Come on. I don't have to live with depression in my house. I can have the peace of God in my living room. Come on. I don't have to die sick. I can die healthy and I plan on dying. I'm I'm stubborn. If I get sick enough to die, I'm going to get healed first. And then I'll close my eyes and die. I mean that. I'm I'm, I'm just that stubborn. And y'all don't believe me, just try to outlive me and you'll find out. You'll find out. Amen. Amen. If y'all ever hear about brother Cliff getting sick, don't worry about me. I'm going to kick it. Okay, don't worry, don't, don't shed a tear. I will be healed before I die.
1: Amen.
0: I'm going to tell you. Because when you die, you see, that here's the thing. But I'm never going to die. I'm never going to die. That's you now, you can die if you want to. But I'm not going to join you. I'm not going to die. I'm living forever. I told, I told everybody in memorial service, I said we're here to celebrate the life of Sister Laura, not the death of Sister Laura. We're not here to mourn her death because Sister Laura is still alive. Amen. She knew Jesus Christ as Savior. She's still alive. All she did was change addresses. Amen. Her mailbox has got seven 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 Heaven Street, made of gold. Amen. Amen. So she just changed addresses, but she's still alive. Her body might have fell. In death sickness. Her body went to sleep, amen. In the in the sickness of death. But Laura, she's still alive. Amen. And when we leave this, when we leave this earth suit, that's all this is earth suit. When we leave this, we're gonna be even more alive than we are inside it. We're gonna be more aware of life on the outside of this body than we ever are aware on the inside of this body. Amen. amen. But Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Jesus took our sins on the cross and then He took our place in hell for three days to redeem us from the curse of the law. Why? Why? The answer is in verse 14. That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. That's you and me. That's you and me. Unless you are a 100% pure blood, Israelite, Jewish person, then you are covered under this Gentile word right here. Amen? See, they knew that Abraham was their father of the Jews. But now God is saying, hey, the Gentiles can, be this, can call Abraham father too. Amen. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law that the blessings of Abraham might come on us through Jesus Christ. Amen. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Oh, praise God for the Holy Ghost. Praise God for salvation. But how many of us learned there's more than just being saved from hell? Amen. We can have the precious Holy Ghost Spirit living on the inside of us, baptizing us in the Spirit. I'm talking about tongue, talking, tongue, walking. Come on, church. Laying hands on the sick, operating in the nine gifts of the Spirit. I'm telling you, it is a sweetness to the Spirit. that Oh, we need more and more in our lives. Hmm. What are the blessings of Abraham? I'm so glad you asked that question. I'm so glad that everybody here was asking that question. What are the blessings of Abraham? God told Abram in Genesis chapter 15 and verse 1, I am your shield and exceedingly great reward. Woo! Well, if Abraham's shield and Abraham exceedingly great reward, and, the, and, and I've been redeemed from the curse of the law, that the blessings of Abraham might come on me. Oh, hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Amen. Then God is now my exceedingly, oh, come on, church. Yes. God is now my exceedingly great reward and God is my shield. Yes. What do you need a shield for? Protection. Yeah. Amen. I need a shield for protection. God is my protection. I'm going to tell you, there is nobody on this planet can do anything to me unless God allows it you got to get through God to get to me. Come on. I said you got to get through God to get to me. Because God is my shield. And He's not going to allow it. Amen. He is my shield. He's my protector. He is my exceedingly great reward. If He's Abraham's, He's mine. How many of y'all believe that tonight? If He was Abraham's, He's yours. Amen. God promised Abram. That he would turn him into a great nation and bless all others through him. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. You know you're supposed to be walking in the anointing of blessings. In the anointing of blessings, amen. God promised to multiply Abram's descendants and give Canaan land to them forever. Do you realize that you and I own the title deed to the land called Canaan? We own Israel. Oh, some of y'all look at me real strange right now. I said, we own the land of Israel. The children of God own the land of Israel. God promised it to Abraham. And I've been redeemed from the curse of law that the blessings of Abraham might come on. Oh, y'all, y'all catching this tonight? Yeah. Are you getting this tonight? Come on. Amen. I, I've never been to the land of Israel, but I own the land of Israel. You own the land of Israel. We are the children of the Almighty God, are we not? Are we not the children of the Almighty God? Have we not been redeemed from the curse of the law that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles? Then everything Abraham owned is ours. Including Israel. Somebody needs to send me some money for taxes. Amen. Oh, (laughs) God bless Israel. You realize when you say God bless Israel, you're you're blessing your own inheritance. Your own inheritance. Oh, praise God. God promised to multiply Abram's descendants and give them the land. In Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 through 21. God promised to establish, listen to this, an everlasting covenant with Abram's descendants. I'm Abram's descendants, aren't you? I'm Abram's. I'm a child of Abraham. Abraham is one of my great, 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 great. And I can keep on going because I don't know how many generations it is. But when you get down to the end of my generation, there's Abraham. Amen. Here's Abraham. He's one of my grandfathers. He's one of your grandfathers. That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. It belongs to us. So the promised land belongs to us for an everlasting possession and that's in Genesis chapter 17, verses 1 through 27. God promised to make Abram's descendants numerous and to bless all the nations through him. How many of us got children? How many of us got grandchildren? Just think about it. Multiplication. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. And the multiplication happened again and Bonnie's now a great-grandmother. Amen. And one of these days, that little great-grandchild great of the Lord Terry's will grow up and get married and have children of their own and then it'll be your great-great-great-grandchildren. Amen. And it just keeps on going. I'm telling you, the blessings of God are on us to, mul- to bring multiplications of children in our own lives. I mean, I know that children are a blessing from the Lord. Amen. Not the grown ones, just the little ones. I have to argue with God about the grown ones, but... <laughs> i knew i'd get a chuckle out of that one yeah. go with me to De- deuteronomy chapter 28 deuteronomy chapter 28 if you've never read deuteronomy 28 you need to read it amen read it. praise god if you got one of these little markers in your bible you can turn straight there with me but i cheated you did not so you got to go to the table of contents it's on page 404 in my bible if that helps you i don't know if it does Page 404 in my Bible. It may not help you though. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. To observe and to do. Oh, what did I say last week about doing the word of God? Not just being a hearer, but a doer of the word of God. How many of y'all remember that? Not just being a hearer, but a doer of the word of God. Listen to what it says and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. We have been redeemed from the curse of the law, that the blessings of Abraham might come upon us, and now we're going to read about our blessings right here in Deuteronomy. Check this out. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Every time I had to drive to Atlanta, I said, God, bless me in the city of Atlanta. Bless me going in and bless me going home. Amen. Everywhere I go, let the anointing, listen to this, the anointing of blessings go before me. That's what we're doing. These are anointing of blessings. Check this out. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruits of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kin, and the flocks of thy sheep. How many of us grow sheep? How many of us farmers are in here? Say, well, that scripture don't apply to me because I'm not a sheep farmer. It still applies to you. Sheep farming was their business. It was their job. Come on. Richard's got to have a little produce business going on. You ain't ain't selling sheep, but you're selling tomatoes. All right? So this scripture applies to you, Brother Richard, that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. You shall be blessed. Oh, look at this. You shall be blessed. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. Your children are blessed. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. Mm, Turn me down a little bit, Angel. I hear an echo. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle and the increase of thy kin and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. What are we talking about? How many of y'all got bank accounts out there? (laughs) Hey, there you talking. That's your basket. That's your basket. Your bank account is your basket. Come on. Blessed shall be thy basket in thy store. Blessed thou be when thou comest in. And blessed thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thy enemies to rise up against thee. And be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way. And flee before thee seven ways. There's that shield of protection I was talking about. In verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessings upon thee in thy storehouse. And in all that thou settest thy hand to do. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. How many of us use our hands to work? You've got to use your hands to work. Look at that hand. That hand is blessed. Everything you do, everything it touches is blessed. Every job you work on is blessed because your hand is upon it. Amen? Amen? you bless. blessed, yeah. Whatever your fingers do. If your fingers do this, it's blessed. Everything you're touching is blessed. When I work on a truck, that truck is blessed. I bless that truck. I talk to it. I say, you be blessed in the name of Jesus. And after I get done fixing the truck, I even say, Lord, if there's anything I couldn't see, if there's anything I forgot, you just go in there supernaturally and fix it. I know you can in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Because the blessing, the anointing is there. Everything I touch. You ever heard of people say? There's a saying, you know, whatever they touch just turns to gold? You ever heard that? Come on, whatever you touch is blessed. Whatever you do is blessed. But you've got to believe in this blessing anointing for it to work. If you don't believe it, it ain't going to work. But everything you do should be blessed. There's a blessing anointing that comes upon you. Why? Because you've been redeemed from the curse of the law that the blessings of Abraham will come on the Gentiles and that's you and me. So we are blessed. Bless everything we do. The Lord shall command the blessings upon thee in the storehouse and in all that says thy hand to do. He shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto Himself. Oh, we are holy because God says we're holy. Amen. He has sworn unto thee, if thou wilt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in His ways. Well, what commandments are we talking about? You know, ten commandments. How about just two? How about just two? I'll give you two commandments. You can forget the rest of them. But if you obey these two commandments, you'll fulfill the others. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind, all thy soul. Number one commandment. If you do that, you'll fulfill the rest of them. And the second, love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you obey those two commandments, you can forget the Ten Commandments because those two commandments won't let you break the Ten Commandments. Those two commandments won't let you do anything that's going to cause harm to anybody else or separate you from God if you will do those two commandments. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind, all thy soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Amen. Amen. Jesus said all of the commandments, all of the laws, and all of the prophets hang on those two commandments that Jesus gave us to love. Walk in the power of Force. Listen to me. It's a power force called love. It's not just a word. It's not just a word. And I'm not talking about L O V E as the world would say it. I'm not talking about I love you till you make me mad and then I'm going to kill you. No. I love you till you make me mad and then I'm going to talk gossip about you. Come on. Come on. I love you regardless of what you do and what you say and how you act. I love you anyways. Amen? Anyways. The power force of love. There is an anointing and a power force of love. And if we would walk in that love and walk in those two commandments that Jesus gave us, all of the blessings, all of the anointing, all of the blessings of Abraham will come upon us as we keep the commandments of love. Amen. Now go to verse 10. All the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by my name, of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. Do you know there's people afraid of you because you love Jesus? Amen. They don't want to hang out with you because they're afraid of you. You're going to pray for them. Come on. You might pray for them. They're afraid to hang out with us Pentecostal folks because we might throw some, uh, some holy water on them or something. They don't know what's going. what well, those Pentecostal folks are going to do. Amen. They're afraid to hang out with us. There's some Baptist people that won't hang out with us. I'm telling the truth. Did we not have a Baptist preacher at the tent revival? And only one soul showed up from the Baptist church to support him? Why? What happened to the rest of them? They're afraid of us. They might start talking in tongues and lay hands on me or something. Amen. Look at what it says. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. Oh, but you know, all they heard that God wanted you to be poor so he could keep you humble. Well, true. y'all need to rip that page right out of the Bible, then. Right? It's not true. Plenty is in goods. That's material things, is it not? Do you know it's okay to be rich? It's okay to be rich. It's okay to be rich. Amen. It's okay to have money, it's okay to be rich. It's the love of money is the root of all evil. It's not the money. I got news for you. There are some poor people. I mean the poorest of the poor of the poor. That love money. And are in that sin of loving money. And they don't have a dime. Amen. So it's okay to have things. Look what it says right there in the scripture. It tells you right there. That we could have things. Amen. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in Goods and the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy ground and the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers to give thee. Again, we don't have cattle because we ain't farmers. But what do we have? We all have different occupations. Amen. Amen. Brother Tim, you're a heat and air conditioned man. You should be the most blessed heat and air conditioned man in the entire business because the blessings of Abraham follow you. Everywhere you go, every time you walk into a house, that house is blessed because you're there. Because the blessings of Abraham have followed you right on in. The blessings of God. Everywhere you go, every airplane you work on has the blessings of God on it because you touched it. Because you touched it, because you love God. And you're a child of the king, you're a child of God. All the blessings, everything we do, every occupation, doesn't matter what it is. Amen. You've got the blessed computer alive right now. Because your hands are all over it. Amen. And and God blesses you and increases you. That's the blessings of God. The blessings of God will actually make you rich. Amen. Amen. God can bless you. Give you raises. Amen. Give Give you business opportunities. Amen. I'm so blessed I literally turned down work. I'm so, I am. I'm so blessed, I cannot get to it all. I cannot get to it all. If I answered every call I got, I would work 24 hours a day. I would. Just go, 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 go. I have so much coming in. I have to turn it down. Why is that? Because I'm a child of the King. And I put God first. God is number one in my life. And because God is number one in my life, and I'm walking in the love of God, and I'm going to keep walking in the love of God, that God's love is going to keep me to obey all will, the commandments, amen, and I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Listen, I don't chase money. Money chases me. Money chases me. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm a blessed man. I may not be the richest man on the planet. That's okay. Richest man on the planet don't have my health.
1: Amen. Come
0: on. Richest man on the planet don't have my peace. And I lay my head here. That's my wife. I lay my head on that pillow. Oh, she can count for three and I'm gone. I'm asleep. i mean, i mean, I'll, I'll go to bed early and an angel will come, come right behind me. And maybe she makes a turn and goes to the restroom. And then she getting ready to come to bed. And she comes in and start talking to me. And she wakes me up. And then I yelled at her, Why are you wake me up? You sleep already? Yeah. Why are you waking me up? Anytime you don't talk. Yeah, and she used to want to have conversations with me when we went to bed. She thought that was the time to talk to me. I was quiet. I would listen. I wasn't busy. You know, because I've always been a busy person. I've always been a go, go, go. All the time. Go, go, go. That's always been me. So she thought in her head, well, I couldn't talk to him today. And he couldn't talk to me on the phone. He's going to talk to me tonight when we get to the bedroom. and He puts his head on that pillow and he closes. I'm going to tell him what I want. I'm going I'm to have a conversation with him. She learned real quick that don't work. I didn't hear a word you say. I'm asleep. But he doesn't bring his
1: stuff.
0: I talk in my sleep. I preach in him sleep too, but that's another story. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Listen, the blessings of Abraham come on the Gentiles, comes upon you. You are a blessed people. The Lord shall open unto thee the good treasures. Look at verse 12. The Lord shall open unto thee the good treasures, the heaven to give rain unto the land in its season, and bless all the works of thy hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Amen? We're supposed to be lenders, not borrowers. Every one of us. And some of you are. I know some of y'all's testimonies. Some of y'all, some of y'all are that way. Amen. Y'all, y'all give and you help people. And I want to tell you, that's what it's all about. In verse 13. And the Lord shall make thee the head. Look at this. Oh, but I'm just a nobody. You know, I'll never amount to anything. You know, nothing good ever comes to me. You know, I, I, people talk so crazy. Look at what it says here. The Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath. Thou shalt hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. What are the commandments of the Lord thy God, church? To love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and to love thy neighbor as you love yourself. If you do those two things... All of the blessings of Deuteronomy 28 that I just read to you will overtake you, chase you down, and bless you. They will chase you down and bless you. I'm telling you, the blessings of God is an anointing, a power force that comes on you. We have been redeemed from sicknesses and diseases, we've been redeemed from poverty, we've been redeemed from pain. Hello? We've been redeemed from diabetes. We've been redeemed, church. We've been redeemed from every sickness known to mankind. Every pain known to mankind. We have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. That the blessings of Abraham will come upon us. Abraham was not sick. He was a blessed man. He was a blessed man. One One of the blessed men in all the world that ever lived was Abraham. Now, if you want to know what the curse of the law is, continue reading Deuteronomy 28 where I stopped. And then you keep on going and that will tell you all the curse. All the curses that are there. You don't want those curses. Like I said, the Word of God is sharp. It's powerful. It's a two-edged sword. It will heal you or it will cut you. Come on. The Word of God will bless you or it will curse you. Right there, Deuteronomy 28. If you break the commandment of love, and get yourself out of fellowship with God, and get yourself out there in the world, and all the curses will come upon you. Right there it is. And you know, you read this Word, you read all those curses, and you people's names will start popping in your head that you know that are out there living in the world and not living for God. And you see them in this because of the curses that are there. But praise God, Jesus has redeemed us from the curses that are written here in Deuteronomy chapter 28. He's redeemed us. He has set us free and we are free indeed. Amen? I said we are free indeed. Praise God. All of the anointing, all of the blessings belong to us and they are yes and they are amen. My children are blessed because I'm blessed. Come on. Right. I said my children are blessed because I'm blessed. Amen. 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 We are a blessed people. My, if, if, if I was to go ch- punch into the town hall tomorrow, guess what? That would be the most blessed workplace you've ever seen. I you they will start prospering and making money because I showed up at the door. I love it, dude. Oh, pastor, you arrogant! No, I'm just a child of the king. Right. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It's got everything to do with God. That the blessings, we've been redeemed from the curse of the law, that the blessings of Abraham will come upon us. Amen. Redeemed. We have the anointing of healing. We have the anointing of prosperity. We have the anointing of happiness. Oh, when we walk into a room, depression should jump out the window because joy should be overflowing in that place. Come on. Amen. Amen. Joy should be overflowing. Everywhere we go, there should be a warm glow about us and the blessings of God are flowing through us and blessing other people. Amen? Every time we smile at somebody, they should just feel the love of God because the blessings of Abraham are upon us. The blessings of Jesus Christ are upon us. He has redeemed us. He has saved us. We no longer have to live in a depressing, sick world. You've got to let this in him. Mm-hmm. because the, and listen, the reason I'm preaching this tonight is because there are so many churchgoers and Christians that are walking the other direction. Right. They don't know what belongs to them in Christ Jesus. They don't know. And they're depressed. Amen. Yeah. They are depressed. And they are broke. And they are sick. And they don't even know that Jesus can heal them. Amen. I I talked to a woman that was laid out on a stretcher, and she was paralyzed, and I asked her, did you hear about Jesus walking on water? No. Did you hear about Jesus raising uh, the leper? No. Did you hear about Jesus raising the cripple? No. I was shocked that she never heard of any of this. And I'm thinking, my goodness, have you ever been to church? You know? Amen? Amen. She never heard of the goodness of God. And there's Christians out there that's never heard the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. But you and I need to let our little light shine. Amen. Amen. Come on back to the piano, Brother Hagin. Hallelujah. Everybody stand to your feet tonight. We have been redeemed from the curse of the law, church. We are redeemed from sickness. Listen, you are not supposed to be sick. You are not supposed to be depressed. You're not supposed to be broken. You're not supposed to be, you're not supposed to have emotional breakdowns. You're not supposed to have any of these things. You're supposed to be free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Brother Richard told me yesterday, Brother Richard said, you know, I've been walking around my walker. Look what he's talking. He's been walking around without his walker. And getting better and better. Scheduled for a hip surgery. Amen. Scheduled for the hip surgery, but he's starting to walk better. He didn't even get to the surgery yet. You know why? Because I keep telling him God can heal him. Trust. I keep encouraging him. I believe by Christmas, that thing's going to be history. Who <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. God is blessing. God is blessing. I use Richard as, as an example because it's fresh. This is fresh right now. In Richard's life, this is fresh, this is fresh, it's happening. The cars are pulling in and buying those tomatoes. People are coming in and buying the fruit and blessing Richard with the finances. He's no longer worried about money anymore, no longer depressed about how he's going to make it. You know, you he, he, he went, went through a dark time. Yes, I did. You were behind in the rent. Nobody want to help you. Anybody here got a past? People hold Richard's past against him. Family won't help him because they hold his past against him. Even though he tells them he's in church, they still hold the past against him. He was depressed. He was broken. But one day he crawled up in that church van and he went to a revival. And he came on down to the altar and made Jesus his Lord and his King. And ever since that night, Brother Richard, God's been working on you. he been blessed. Been blessed. I've been praying for Richard. Let like, God tell me what to do. I don't know what to do with Richard. What, what am I supposed to say God? God said, tell him to sell some tomatoes. you will be all right. You're going to be all right, Brother Richard. We're going to get you through this thing. I mean, you're going to be great. Life is turning around. Amen. So many others. I could go on and talk about other other people and other healings and other miracles in their lives. I'm telling you, God is moving in this church. He's moving in your life. And it's time that you realize that you have been redeemed from the curse of the law. You've been redeemed from sin. We've been redeemed from sickness. We've been redeemed from depression, anxiety, and all the other things that the devil has thrown at us. We have been redeemed from it all. Amen. Come on, can you give Lord a hand praise tonight? Thank Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for redeeming us tonight, God. Thank you, Lord, for setting us free tonight. Thank you, Lord, that we can walk in happiness. That we can walk in joy. That we can walk in peace. That we do not have to worry about tomorrow because we know you hold tomorrow, God. We know you hold tomorrow. So we're not going to worry about tomorrow. Father, my prayer is that such a peace will sweep through this church. That when these people put their head on their pillow tonight, at the count of three, they will go to sleep, and they will sleep with such a peace. And they will wake up in the morning so refreshed. So refreshed and so happy. And just looking at life in a whole new way. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Listen, we got the anointing all here tonight. Anybody want special prayer, we'll be glad to anoint you with oil, and pray for you like we always do. If you need anointing tonight, you need prayer, come on up. I don't want to hold you any longer than we have to, but I don't want to let anybody go. I need special prayer tonight. Special prayer. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray for Malachi. Come here, Jeff.
1: Let's
0: pray for Malachi. He's on my heart tonight. Hallelujah. Come on. God, stand in the gap. Just like Malachi standing right here. Put those hands toward heaven. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, Lord, we anoint them with that holy anointing oil. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, let your anointing flow. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you praise and honor and glory. Lord, we ask you to touch Malachi. Touch you, God. In the name of Jesus, we speak to a soul. We speak to a spirit. Malachi, you can overcome this because you are an overcomer in the name of Jesus. You've been redeemed from the curse of the law, o Malachi. Walk in the blessings of God right now. Walk in the healing. His problem is I know there's physical problems, Jeff, but that's not what Malachi's real problem is. His real problem is his emotional state of what he has been through in life. He's holding on to things that he needs to let go of. And because of that, it has manifested. In, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let there be a healing to take place in Malachi's emotional state right now. In the name of Jesus, help him to let go of some things that he's let go of and release, release the healing anointing right now of the Holy Spirit into his life for a physical manifestation of healing in his body as well. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Kiki kikira rama. Heather, you've been strong for a long time. The Lord says, hang on. Because you're not going to, have to be strong by yourself too much longer. Keep on. Remain faithful. But God's changed himself and he's raised him up. He's working things out that you don't see or understand. Matter of fact, don't look at what you've been seeing. Look behind that. Look in the spirit realm. And see the potential of what God is doing in his life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shambabalakashikila. ben brother. I um. <laughs> sickness is pain It's part of the curse of the law part of the curse of sin that you can redeem and have you from all that your body just hasn't been told yet but we're going to tell it tonight all right we're telling it in father in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus right now in the name of Jesus, pain, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you spirit of infirmity has been, been plaguing her. You born in the flesh has been sent by ceases above her. In the name of Jesus, I command you to leave, leave her body. In the name of Jesus, you foul spirits, you've got no place to inflict with pain here. You do not belong here. She's been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. She's been redeemed from this pain. She's been redeemed from this sickness. She's been redeemed from you, devil, in the name of Jesus. Right now, pain, I command you to leave her hands. I command you to leave her arms. I command you to leave her fast. I command you to let her let go in the name of Jesus. We speak to the bones, we speak to the vertebrae.